0: hello everyone and welcome to crazy daimyo's video game emporium podcast my name is lord daimyo and i have with me creation aka michael and zig or ziggy and here's episode one of our podcast we are going to be recording a podcast uh just Three dudes talking about video games like you've never seen that before ever on the internet. So we are super unique and creative. So uh, I guess just sit back and listen to us talk about basically the same thing everyone else talks about. So let's just start with um, <clears throat> what are you guys what are you guys playing today? Like what you guys been playing this past week, video
1: game wise. Have been obsessed with the Virgil DLC for Devil May Cry Five.
0: Oh yeah. Oh man.
1: I've been friction burning my thumbs trying to get his Judgment cuts down. His like the mechanics in this game is are very interesting and I don't know. It took me like probably like three days worth of gameplay to really get the gist of how to like interweave his combos. But I'm like starting to fear that playing him so much is like making me forget how the rest of the other characters work exactly. Mm. So is it just like
0: is it just like uh like Dante's combos? But I mean your Virgil, is that all that you're having a problem with? Is just no. learning new combos or what?
1: Well, it's uh well, Dante can his combos are pretty nice. He has four styles and four to like six weapons that he can interchange. And right. then if you go to Gunslinger style, you can use all of his guns with a unique interaction. But Virgil has the Yamato. And He doesn't have guns, he uses a summon swords in mm. place of that. And there's a lot of like back to forward and circle inputs, plus like L1 and circle or R1 and circle, shit like that. That uh, it gets pretty like intense when you like start to like go further in the game on higher difficulties. But uh, okay, so it's just now, like a different. Finally finished, uh, Dante must die, but yeah, his combos are completely different. He, mm. There's like a, a completely like different system. With his Yamato alone, where you could like apply a judgment cut out of like any combo if you time it right, and you can like do four in a row. Uh, his summoned swords could like spiral around you and then or the enemy and shoot him straight up into the air, and then you can juggle him however you wish. And the super moves in this game are insane. He can do like the judgment cut end where he's just like everywhere at once, like I don't know. It just has to be seen. It's ridiculous. But hmm. I've been uh, I pretty much. I've had that game for like almost two years now. And like, Virgil was the first one that I got all the skills for. One of which cost three million red orbs. So Ooh. I've been playing that. Three million? Three million. That's a lot of grinding. Hacks. Yeah. <laughs> the Bloody Palace. So I finally got to stage 98 before I got screwed out of it. Almost cleared it.
2: Every Devil May Cry game is pretty, uh, leaves your hands cramping if you, mm-hmm. if you really get into it.
1: True. Yeah, the, you just have to look up some, like, Judgment Cut, like, time. I don't know, it's just so hard to wear. It's very rewarding. <laughs> He's probably, like, my favorite to play as, even though Dante's really ridiculous in this game. <laughs> he has a, uh, one of his weapons is called Cerberus. It's like he fights King Cerberus, a uh, nod to Devil May Cry 3. hmm but this one rather than just being nunchucks can turn into a full staff and a three-sectional staff and like the nunchucks which are like three of them in this ring just like devil may cry three um yeah have like uh, ice moves applied to them and the three-sectional staff is lightning and then fire on the full staff and Ooh. that's just one weapon and then you could like trick into it or they're going to sword master and have more unique moves and while you're doing a combo you can hold and release the button to turn a staff into a three-sectional mid combo juggle them up uh one of his weapons in the game is a michael jackson hat (laughs) not even kidding seriously like one of dante's weapons
0: yes
1: Yes. It, it uses red orbs as weapons too it's so weird and he like moonwalks while he's it's it's insane
0: like a fedora
1: yeah Huh. <laughs> yep. You guys are missing out. It's pretty <clears throat> insane it's quite Well, incredible. I and definitely. Like Nero. You go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Oh, Nero's missing his arm from like Devil May Cry Four, and it's replaced with like a mm-hmm. revolving thing of like uh, mechanical arms, and you can get like the Mega Buster from Mega Man in it, or a rocket arm that you can ride as a skateboard and like me the shit out of people.
0: Yeah, that, uh, that, Devil May Cry is Capcom too. Ridiculous. I forgot.
1: Yep. So uh I actually recently got to like try out some Marvel the like the latest Marvel vs Capcom and Dante and Virgil in it. Hmm. Virgil's pretty bonkers in that too. <laughs> but yeah, Marvel's that's what I've been Capcom. playing this week. <laughs> hmm. Marvel vs. Capcom is so awesome. i Check like- it out. it's not a full sixty dollars anymore. So if you haven't invested, do so now. I mean it You heard it. <laughs> okay. You heard it here first, folks. Ziggy, what are you first, playing?
2: At the, at the moment, I am playing Shin Megami Tensei 3 Nocturne. It's a, an RPG on the PS2 by Atlas. The series is... Uh, it's If, if you're in RPGs, you've probably heard of some sort of a Shin Megami Tensei game. Uh, the Persona series, I think, is actually... Either the Shin Megami Tensei series is a shoot-off of that, or it is a shoot-off of the Shin Megami Tensei series. I think but Persona came
0: after, actually but I might be wrong.
1: But talk about a nostalgic throwback. I, like, almost wanted to complete a sentence. I was like, Nocturne. But anyways, please continue. I actually haven't played it myself, so... Okay.
2: So <laughs> I was actually not mature enough when I originally played it as a teenager. I got it, and I was really stoked. Okay, so it has Devil May Cry 2 Dante in it, and that is that is really awesome to me, because I'm actually a, a really big D- DMC
1: fan mm-hmm. myself. You see, she needs to come back. <laughs>
2: yes, uh, so he... Uh, so what's going on is basically Armageddon happens and uh, the demons all rise and uh, you're like one of the only humans left, but you you are a demi, like a demi fiend, hmm. and you're not actually like human anymore. And so you're basically a demon, and you go through the game. Uh, the monsters that you fight are other demons, and you are able to just talk to them and convince them to join your team. And some of them uh, don't, and some of them will only if there is like another uh, demon of their like race on your team. They're like, Oh, well, I see you already have like another fairy here. So obviously, you're like cool with other fairies. You're like, So I'll, I'll join your team. And that's cool. So it's it's like Pokemon in this aspect, where there's like over over a hundred of these monsters that you can get for your team, and in the and this is like now it's like Final Fantasy in the sense where in in the middle of a fight you can switch between any of them. Mm-hmm. You can you can you can swap them out, and uh, then there's also a a guy where who fuses these monsters. And so the guy who fuses the monsters, you can create new monsters that you will never, ever be able to convince because they're just, like, so, like, primally, like, I'm a demon. (laughs) You know, like, they're not going to, like, some of them don't even, like, talk. Like, you try to convince someone, this dude doesn't speak words.
0: Hmm. That sounds so cool.
2: It's it's got cel-shaded graphics, and uh, I I like it. It's pretty. (laughs) Yeah.
0: And you said that's PlayStation 2 is what you're playing it on?
2: It is a PlayStation 2 game.
1: I do not know where else it is called. well Yeah, I've seen that video game cover a million times. I just never picked it up.
0: I was gonna say, didn't they just do a reveal trailer for it coming out on the Switch like a couple months ago?
2: Uh, I don't know. All I know is you, you play as uh, the Antichrist Or wait. And you go around and you collect demons and it's really awesome because it's everything everybody was scared about pokemon but it's literally (laughs) in that game
0: and this is a uh like a turn-based jrpg right
2: it is a turn-based jrpg
0: oh man i love those i i'm looking it up right now i could have sworn that either they are going to do like a remake on the Switch, or they're doing a sequel, something like that. Um,
2: um, that would be cool. It's got it's got a whole bunch of uh, Gnostic references and uh, what kind of Buddhist references? Just a moment here. I was just reading about it. Uh, uh, yeah, Buddhism. A, a lot of Gnostic and Buddhist references.
1: Hmm. I'm pretty sure there's an anime series as well,
2: um, um, but not mm-hmm. of Nocturne. Nocturne is.
1: Yeah, that's standalone.
0: Shin Megami yeah. Tensei Three yeah. Nocturne. Of video
1: games, do you guys remember like a um, mysterious sorcerer orphan or something like that? Yeah.
0: You know,
1: like just released like an anime series again or something. It's crazy. Like there's this year. I'm like whoa.
0: Yeah, I'm not oh, finding I'm anything on the Switch, right. but I I could have swore they just had a trailer for it a couple months ago. Either. I think
1: it's a Siona remaster. That's what it was Sion Sorcery. That's what it was. Sorry. <laughs>
2: Also, uh, I'm excited for No More Heroes
0: 3. If you guys haven't seen the trailer for that, look up No More Heroes 3. Oh, me too. Well, I have been playing Dragon Quest 2 and that's a uh, a JRPG also. Um, They just uh, did like remasters or remakes of the first three Dragon Quest games for the Switch with like new uh, art or like up to date art so it's not like horribly like Famicom looking or Game Boy Color looking and like new music and everything. It looks really really good. Um,
2: That's awesome.
0: But I had just finished Dragon Quest 1 uh, a couple weeks ago so I started 2 and I am liking Dragon Quest 2 so much more than 1 because In the first one, you're only one hero, and all the monsters and stuff you come across are just one. Like, so it's just a one-on-one fight. The whole game? The whole game. It's just, like, one. It's just you versus one monster. Yeah. But, I mean, it was the first one, so it makes sense. But on this one, on the second one, you get a party with two other people, and, like, the monster encounters are, like, up to... Eight, so it it just brings a oh, whole Jesus. new variety to it that I, you know, didn't really appreciate until I went back to playing the first one and then to the second one. So, uh,
2: how did the first one take you? The RPGs are usually pretty long.
0: Yeah, the first one actually wasn't that long. The hardest part about it was um, it was really cryptic, and you just had to talk to like. Every villager in every town and one of them would say, oh, I heard there's a thing south of this town. And you just have to go there and just find whatever he's talking about. You have no idea. And that's like the only way you can progress through the game. And the second one is like that too, which is kind of annoying, but that's kind of how older games were, you know.
2: I want to play more Chrono Cross.
1: Yeah, I keep thinking about like Legacy Corte of Dragoon. Trigger. Yeah, Corte Legacy Trigger. of Dragoon, things like that. Like what was it Hidden see or Legacy, like that? Of, Rhapsody. Legacy of Legacy
2: of legaia, is like one of my favorite PlayStation 1 RPGs. You
1: guys sleeping on Golden Sun though. I will tell you that. <laughs> it's pretty nice nice little bit. I think I played 2
0: and 3. Well, I mean, I'm I all down cool. for more turn-based JRPGs, but I just went on a huge binge and got Literally every single Dragon Quest main series game from one to eleven, and that's so cool. I just wanted to play them, you know, chronologically just to see.
1: But I gotta uh, say, um oh sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Go but, ahead. Uh, uh, do you have uh, like Dye's Adventures, or is that like a animated standalone? Because mm-hmm. I just wanted to shout out like a rest in peace to Dye's voice actor.
0: Oh, Aww. I think that's yeah, a standalone, but yeah i didn't get like dragon quest builders or all that stuff i just got um the mainline ones which i just want to say number so, nine and ten were super hard to get
1: Yeah.
2: i want oh, to i, I, I want to I wanna say i want to say that uh people who aren't even dragon quest fans are big big fans of dragon quest builders 2 specifically mm-hmm. i can't tell you why but I, i've heard that more than once
0: yeah i have too um I think it's sort of like Minecraft, sort of, you know, sandbox building sort of thing with, like, a uh, Dragon Quest skin over it, but, I mean, Dragon Quest is so huge, it was the first JRPG, and it's just so enormous in Japan and worldwide that, I mean, any Dragon Quest game's pretty big, I think. I mean, it makes sense, like, who wouldn't want to, like,
1: build an experiment in, like, an environment that's, like entirely the curatorial. <laughs> okay. Yeah,
0: that's true. Did it the the
2: first?
0: Yeah, it was the, the very first, first one. Yeah, Dragon Quest 1 was the very first JRPG.
2: That's insane. I did not know that.
0: Yep, so Final Fantasy, Pokemon, all these other ones. I mean, not copied, but, you know. Zelda. They, Zelda. Uh, <laughs> Zelda's not a term based RPG, but yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm sure uh Western RPGs uh I
1: they guess influence,
0: sort influence. of took influence from it, but I mean Dragon Quest took it from uh Dungeons and Dragons, you know, like everyone does, so but they were the first term based uh video game. So But um it was interesting to hear what you guys were, uh, were playing, and, uh, I guess now we're going to get into our main topic, which is, we just wanted to do sort of an introduction to, uh, for ourselves and just our sort of history of video gaming, um, you know, consoles we had, games we played, games that made, like, a real impact on us, um, just so everyone knows where we stand and what our experiences on stuff, so.
1: Or um, oldest dirt, so we know a thing or
0: two. <laughs> yeah, but not not too old though. I mean, you'll probably see, you know, just based on the first games and consoles we played, it'll probably age us. But, um, I'll go ahead and start. Um, the, uh, I think the first video game I ever saw, was, kids at the playground with their Game Boys, playing Pokemon Red and Blue. And uh, I begged mm. my parents for Red and Blue, and I got Red, Blue, and a Game Boy for my sixth birthday. For Red and Blue? Red, yeah, I was mm-hmm. lucky enough to get Red need, and Blue. You don't need Red and Blue. Yeah, well, I, I primarily played Blue, but, you know. But yeah, everyone was playing Pokemon, and... Begged my parents for Pokemon, got both Red and Blue, played them a bunch, and, I mean, the only other things, yeah, yeah, the only things I really ever played on my Game Boy was Red and Blue, and then Pokemon Gold and Silver, and, like, Crystal and Yellow, but I, looking back on it, I didn't have, like, hardly any other Game Boy games. It was just Pokemon.
2: Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah, I Wario Land. You're sleeping on Wario Land. Yeah,
0: I I barely played it, but not like as a kid. Um, it's
2: when Wario took over the Mario universe. I'm sorry.
0: No, yeah, I, I yeah I remember. <laughs>
2: like, yeah, it's, it's oh, Wario I know. Again, yeah, he was. Yeah, it was Super a... Mario. It was Super Mario Land One, Super Mario Land Two, and then all of a sudden it was Wario Land, Super Mario Land Three. <laughs>
1: uh, like um. I don't know. It was pretty interesting uh, what Daimyo said because it's so similar to mine. Like, I never even heard of Pokemon. And then one Christmas, my mom gave me blue and yellow. I'm Hmm. like, cool. And That's kind of how I ended up getting acquainted with this Blue and yellow.
2: (laughs) What? What is up with people getting? Okay, so I got both of – I got, like, three of them at once. But it was, like, years after they came out.
0: Oh, well, what I was going to say is, yeah, when I was six, I got red and blue. And then I think for the next, like, the following Easter – is when Yellow came out, and I demanded Yellow version for Easter. So, and then, Easter, like, yeah, Easter? yeah, yeah, yeah. I, well, I was, like, I want this game, and they're, like, can you wait? It's a holiday Yeah, can you wait two, you know, <laughs> three weeks for Easter? I'm, like, I guess. But
1: I guess. So if true. I have
0: to, you yeah. know.
1: I mean, I guess.
0: <laughs> but, uh. But then after the Game Boy, or during the Game Boy, really, um, I had, like, two friends who had Nintendo 64s, and I would see them play uh, Super Smash Bros. and Super Mario 64, uh, Donkey Kong 64, Majora's Mask. Um, Magical.
2: Magical games.
0: So I demanded my next birthday to get a... Nintendo's actually it may have been for Christmas. I may have been screaming it that I got a Nintendo 64, but I mean, the uh, big, always, always. <laughs> but the big games I played on that were like Pokemon Stadium 1 and 2, uh, Super Smash Brothers, of course, and Donkey F-Zero, Kong GX. Country, and that's on the GameCube, my guy. Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah. I, I, have F-
2: I have the F Zero game.
0: For the, there's there's three. There's yeah. basically three. There's F zero. There's X, and then there's
2: GX. I have F zero X, but I don't. I don't have the Super Nintendo one, which is super weird. Hmm. I have the other ones. I would think that I'd have the Super Nintendo
0: one. Yeah, I've got X on Virtual Console, and then I've got GX on GameCube. But actually, I've got the first one too on Switch because it's free. Yeah, I I sold.
2: GX to Dave and I was like, Dave, if you're trying to test a GameCube, put this game in because this game has the best soundtrack,
0: Dave. Oh, that's true. That's true. But that actually leads me to the next console I got, which was, I don't know, maybe in the Game Boy Advance. And basically all I played on that was um like Ruby Barely and then Fire Red and Leaf Green on my Game Boy Advance SP and then I played a bunch of uh like Legacy of Goku 1 and 2 and Boost Fury.
1: Oh, those were great. And
0: they were great. And I really really in hindsight the only thing I ever played on my Game Boy Game Boy Advance and Game Boy Advance SP and kind of DS were just Pokemon. Like they were just Pokemon consoles for me. But um, then I got a GameCube, and man, I played, I played my first GameCube so hard, it like burned up and died. Really? Yeah, I just by playing it,
1: it just oh, farming that st- Mewtwo. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it just stopped working, and so I had to go without a GameCube for like a month because it was like a month until Christmas, and then I demanded. A second GameCube.
1: Why do you I'm, always demand things? A child? <laughs> I mean, I like, never, you, that never worked for me. He was like, boy... Have you, if you, don't... Have you, have you met his mom?
0: <laughs> yeah, I said, you I need... Mom?
2: She's, gonna, she's gonna give you crap every time you ask for anything. you gonna go, why do you need this? And he's gonna go, I, I do.
0: Yeah, I demand oh, it, I, and they go, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, you just have to demand, but... Man, I played that GameCube so much, so hard. I, I played Melee. I played Luigi's Mansion. Oh, played? I played Melee so hard. Um, you
1: played Mario Land on,
0: on the GameCube. May,
1: yeah, I did. Uh, if I may object here, that that Donkey Kong '64, for some reason, i like really enjoyed like the split screen, like
0: yeah, no, Call of
1: Duty esque or Halo esque like game mode. That, that's that true. Was
0: quite enjoyable <laughs> but anyway it was, yeah I played it quite a bit but not you know not that much Um, but man played F- Pokemon
2: Snap a lot of
0: Pokemon Snap oh Pokemon Snap too yeah but man on the GameCube played Super Mario Sunshine so hard uh, oh yes F-Zero Pikmin both oh, of them okay. like
2: I was gonna say but this is when you found out about Pikmin oh my gosh that's yeah. when Pikmin came
0: out yeah that's when Pikmin came out Man, I still to this day, the best games that ever came out were on the GameCube. I mean, Metroid Prime One and Two, Pikmin One and Two, mm-hmm. Luigi's Mansion, Sunshine Melee, like F Zero GX, Star Fox Adventures is actually pretty good. Like it's funny. It's funny because
2: there's also a whole lot of like like every single game that was like the worst on the PS2. The GameCube also got, but yeah. It also, if if there's a game that's on the PS2 and the GameCube, the GameCube version is expensive, while the PS2 one is cheap.
0: Probably, I mean, it's probably rarer because, I mean, PlayStation 2 was obviously sold more and better than the GameCube. So it's probably rarer well, to find
1: GameCube, GameCube versions. I remember, like, the Nintendo didn't really have a ed, uh, an emulated game until, like, Red Steel when the Wii came out. Yeah. Something like
2: that no it was like resident evil
0: 4 or something yeah and resident evil 4 first came out on the gamecube like crazy um, dude uh twilight,
2: twilight princess it's like they were like you are gonna get gritty
0: with yeah it came out on the gamecube yeah i know wind waker yeah
2: twilight princess metroid mm-hmm. and resident evil 4 like those are some pretty heavy dark oh, games uh, Speaking oh, yeah.
1: of which i just saw the resident evil 8 trailer and i was like I haven't had my interest this peak since recently. i i agree
0: i agree yeah i i barely played five barely played six didn't play seven and yeah i think i'm gonna have to pick up pick up eight but
1: Same, yeah, i'm right there i like i beat almost beat of my copy of five got damaged like a had a cousin over or something and my console got tipped over with a disc was in and it was like of a But anyway.
0: But uh. Yeah, played a bunch of GameCube, and then all of my friends convinced me to get a PlayStation Two, which I yeah. demanded,
1: and Budokai was <laughs> which, mostly the yeah initiative. yeah I mean and really oh, Prince of Persia Prince yeah of Persia. yeah Prince oh, Ziggy mostly, but,
0: but really yeah I Boudicai. played a lot of those are basically the two I played the most on Maybe PlayStation Two the, back in the day
1: was pretty. New. Mm -hmm.
0: was a bunch of anime video games like I just played like a bunch of uh, Dragon Ball Z games uh, Zatch Bell games One Piece games that Um, game
1: where is that that was so interesting it was like a Tenkaichi Zatch Bell and then like Zatch Bell just fell off the face of the earth what games I need some answers I know
0: I've been trying to get a hold of those games myself but That,
1: that game was excellent
0: um but man uh, Shadow of the Colossus was on Playstation 2 Um, Mark Echo's getting up Tony Hawk Underground 2 oh man Uh, some really good Playstation 2 games I love Mark Echo's getting up oh me too Um, and then I stood in line outside of my local Walmart in like the middle of the night on a november while i waited for the Wii to come out which i got like one of the first 14 wees uh that came out to my town and i got one of the last ones huh
1: I, know? Yeah, I got it
2: right, right um, before anyways
1: sorry i'm still like flabbergasted at the realization and remembering that there was a a graffiti video
2: game. <laughs> Mark Echo's Getting Up was awesome. It's like probably one of the more inspiring games. They're
1: you know, like Jet yeah. Set Radio. <laughs> yeah, Mark Echo
0: was great. But yeah, I got Man, the Wii was just so crazy though. Uh, Twilight Princess, Red Steel. Um
1: mm-hmm. Oh the Tenkaichi Ichi with the with the Oh uh, yeah, the, the tenkai-
2: it was Oh cool. tell you, what's your me collection.
1: Oh, I
0: had such an elaborate Mii collection. A friend of mine also had a Wii, and she would just... Her and I would just make Mii's and just trade them to each other, because you could send them to each other. And we just, like, had our Mii collections just maxed out. Like, I had anything you could think of. I just... We would make them and send them to each other. But... Yeah, and then... I got... You know a DS and a 3DS for Pokemon. I think I had a uh, PSP there in the middle, but I really didn't play anything on it. Um.
1: That had some obscure titles. <laughs> yeah, that was.
2: PSP PSP has a lot, but more titles than the Vita.
1: Well, yeah, that's true. Oh, okay, but like, don't most things <laughs> <in> the. <book?
0: laughs> but uh, <laughs> then I got. And then everyone convinced me to get a Xbox 360, which I got. And boy, I put hours on that. Just Fallout 3, Fallout New Vegas, Mm -hmm. Skyrim.
1: He he hit all trophies. I was four behind him. Uh Uh-huh. That's
0: that's really what drove me for trophies and achievements was that Xbox 360. And then as soon as I got a uh, PlayStation 3, I went crazy. But I got a PlayStation 3 like... As soon as the 4 came out. And then uh, I got like... Um, Infamous 2 and stuff. On the PlayStation 3. Not a lot of stuff. But then like a year after I got the PlayStation 3. I got a PlayStation 4. And oh man. That's that's mostly what I'm playing on right now. Is... Uh, God of War. And Bloodborne. And... Just endless endless amount of things I can't even name.
1: I need Bloodborne for various
0: reasons. It's so good. <laughs> um and then I got a Wii U uh just for old stuff and I of course have a switch for Breath of the Wild and Pikmin and
2: The Switch is so
0: important. Oh, the switch is great. It's really it's just so nice having a such a high quality like console that you can take with you because i mean i had a i had a 3ds but i only really played besides pokemon like two other games and now having the switch that has just so much stuff is just so nice it really is yeah it's
2: hard to admit it but like some consoles don't have like that many games that are great unless you're like a complete nerd like I am and I I for a while there I was buying PS2 games and I was buying like 8 of them and I wouldn't play them for months and <laughs> you just randomly look at it and you're just like I'll play that shitty game I paid $2 for like a month ago Yeah. and you play there
1: it for 5 like, you get the PS2 with the ATV off road and you get <laughs> to bands like Corn because they had that one song <laughs> oh yeah <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's Go my ahead. thing with consoles is I I look at the game library and that's that's kind of what I judge them off of. That's why I prefer PlayStation over uh, Xboxes because they the PlayStation exclusives are just so much better and there's just so many more that why would I get an Xbox, you know?
2: I'm in the no, same boat. For me I like
1: I had an Xbox 360, so I've I really went, bought one. I went for yeah. the 360 for, like, Star Wars, uh, Force at least. Uh, damn, I can't talk. Pardon well, you. actually, but,
0: uh, Michael, why don't you just go ahead and start with yeah, the whole I'm thing? I just
1: going to go ahead and get there. But, uh, yeah, um, so the first time I saw a video game was probably a tie between my father getting down on some killer instinct or uh, both of my mm-hmm. parents, like, dicking off with some Super Mario 2 baby. But, uh, yeah, um, I did. It took me a long time to really get a console or anything like that. I remember getting a Game Boy at one point, one Christmas, when I was probably like six or seven years old. And then one Christmas, I was gifted a blue and yellow version all in the same day. I'm like, both of them? Two? And, uh, man, I swear that was like game over from there or continue, however you look at it. But, um, (laughs) um, Oh, those games went through so much. But uh, I remember, like, I wasn't really sure what I was doing. And I literally, like, beat the whole game just by grinding the Squirtle. <laughs> like, I first picked... Okay, the first starter Pokemon I ever picked was Squirtle. <laughs> Not really my affinity, but I went with it. But, like, I remember by the time I got to the SSAM, I had, like, a Blastoise, which was kind of ridiculous. Yeah. If you look at it. I yeah, was it's a
0: little like, over-leveled, yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: like, I went deep. But, uh, yeah, like... and. Just to go off of Generation 1, probably the one that... Uh, generation 1 and 2, probably my favorite. Yeah. But I was really into, like, champ Or Champions, Jesus Christ. League of Legends? No. But um, uh, Pokemon, like, uh, Gollum and Kazam and, like, just a handful of those that required, like, required like, trades. And then you had, like, even more complicated, like, formats of that when you had to, like, get a Steelix and, like, a Scissor and yeah, shit. Yeah, like that.
0: that was crazy.
1: But um, anyway, started with Pokemon, things like that. Uh, unlike Daimyo, though, I ended up getting into a slew of, like, Game Boy games. Like, I had, like, the Bugs Life <laughs> Game Boy game. I had Tony, uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 3 for the Game Boy uh, Advanced, I think. That was, like, I played the hell out of. Um, but uh, anyway, uh, just to go back a little bit, when I was five for my birthday, my dad tried to get me a PlayStation ps1 uh and it ended up getting robbed (laughs) like Uh. five days later and i didn't see a console for a long time and then we ended up getting a sega genesis somewhere along the line i played like uh altered beast uh sonic sonic 2 a lot and then later on ended up getting a playstation 1 and we had a lot of oddball titles like ultimate battle 22 the dragon ball z game Mm
0: -hmm. a
1: very complicated uh (laughs) controller scheme for getting hmm. off ultimate moves. Like Twisted Metal? Off.
0: Don't forget about yeah. that. Oh,
1: yeah. Thank you. I played the hell out of Twisted Metal. Uh, 3 was my favorite, probably, because, like, uh, just, like, uh, what I was able to make out of it, I had, like, this little Mini Cooper that, <laughs> and a lot of the cheats on it are little inputs that were you could teleport and all these ridiculous things. Uh, yeah, inputs. yeah. Those were a lot of fun, but unfortunately, like, 3 wasn't the one I owned. I got 4 at one point, and that's that's what I really like. Started like, getting into like Cypress Hill and Rob Zombie and all that <laughs> the music and soundtrack. It was one of those uh, PlayStation One games that you could put into a CD ROM and listen to like oh. the whole soundtrack, too. Wow, yeah, I didn't was know those, that. Like, disc. Yeah, uh, Doom could do that too. Like, I think I found that out on accident or something where like, um, I was trying to figure out why it wouldn't work. And it was showing that, like, oh, I guess only the audio side would work because the disc was so dated that, like, you could play it as music.
0: Probably hmm. scratched. Maybe.
1: But, yeah. Um, ended up, uh, I did have a Game Boy Advance, and, uh, like I said, I uh, for that, I played uh, Legacy of Goku 2. I didn't play the first one, unfortunately. I even had, like, a rare Yu Yu Hakusho game for the Game Boy Advance. I think it got traded off between, like, a... Kirby game and I had Pokemon Crystal, Gold, Silver. The Kirby um, game's more expensive now. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and Legacy of Goku One's not too good. So good thing you didn't so play it.
1: The the biggest trade in price of any game that I had of the dog <laughs> that is GameStop uh, was uh, Destroy All Humans 3, which was like mm. just a reskin. Kind of a crappy game, but it was so rare that like it went so far into my trade in for Skyrim. It was pretty ridiculous. Mm. But anyway, before uh, any of that happened, there was uh, the PlayStation 2, of course. Like I said, it came with like a little arcade thing and then ATV Offroad Fury. <laughs> but then I got into some really obscure titles. Um, yeah. Some of them have like a pretty heavy aff- cult following. One thing I was jealous of is that it didn't have a togi which is like an Xbox, pardon me, uh, original exclusive that was like, I saw a demo, that was pretty interesting. But um, sort of like Devil May Cry and things like that. It just had this interesting teleportation mechanic in mid-combat and like the way you hit the walls when you were like flung back and the craters it made. I was like, that's advanced. <laughs> but, uh, um, we'll go ahead and like,
0: flex on us with those unique, obscure titles. Yeah.
1: Uh, so um, Project Snowblind is one that I can't really find. Uh, there's one that's uh, a few people may have heard of called Bujin Guy, which is like pretty much a Chinese like, wouldn't say rip-off, it's pretty unique, but the gameplay style was similar to like Bayonetta and Devil May Cry. Hmm. They even had like a, some like uh, famous Japanese singer come and like do the voice acting in Chinese. Gacked! His yeah, Gacked, the... yeah. Like a hack and <laughs> slash? He, uh, yeah, it was a hack and slash, uh, but uh, like the opening scene, you come in flying on a comet, doing some kind of dual sword. Attack, <laughs> it's really over the top. It kind of looks like the predecessor to like uh, Wrath uh, of Azura, almost. Oh, Azura's uh, Wrath. Yeah. yeah. Oh my Asura's god! You can, far, okay,
2: yeah. I have I have to interject. He's hyping this game up far too much. It is <laughs> not as good as he is saying it. <laughs> hey, yeah, you comment comment nostalgia. My
1: a, yeah, nostalgia. Yeah, but uh, it's just ridiculous and over-the-top. But the thing is, uh, that opening level is actually based off of an old city that used to exist. Uh, like, uh, I think it was like off the outskirts of Hong Kong. It was like the walled city. Uh, oh, that's uh, cool. Just look it up uh, in time. It was a pretty interesting scenario that happened there in China. But uh, uh, And I really enjoyed things like PSYOPs, the Mindgate Conspiracy. Mm. Fun fact. Uh, that
2: game is crazy.
1: I might be getting a little uh too deep now but uh yeah you know what i'll save it but uh that'll probably be where my fun fact ties into because midway got into some some stuff over that oh (laughs) yeah save it but um uh what else is there uh like urban rain was a very interesting title made by uh konami uh
2: to beat them up a
1: lot, a, a lot of Tekken game Like, I was into like Virtual Fighter Tekken, I got into the fighting games pretty early, but I did enjoy like the Dragon Ball Z Budokai mm-hmm. uh series. And then I don't know what it is with 3D in me, but like when Tenkaichi and like three dimensional fighting games came out, I was like, yes, please, more. <laughs> I also had like the Yu Yu Hakusho Dark Tournament, uh, which is pretty much dogged on to this day, but uh and even more so by me because my favorite character had three moves and oh, all th- uh, three of those moves depleted his entire like key energy meter <laughs> Like, you
0: know? i hate that
1: but uh then uh i think uh, i was over at a friend's house sometime and they were messing around on forge mode for halo 3 and i also had recently seen the force unleash trailer saw like the the physics engine they were calling the di- uh, digital molecular matter engine and it was just, oh, like, it just reminded me of PsyOps, for one. You force-throwing people around and stuff. But uh, <clears throat> I may have got off a trail a little bit. I kind of, like, lost a hold on, like, oh, yeah. So, Kanoichi, that's another, like, uh, obscure oh, yeah. PlayStation 2 game. And, uh, like, Red Ninja, things like that um that's where i was supposed to stick on but i kind of realized a little bit what
0: was yeah hold on but before you do what was that one game that you had that was like prince of persia but you had you remember that game where it was kind of like prince of persia but then kind of like double may cry you remember you let me borrow it
1: yeah, was it was it like that? Might have been like Red Ninja, where like it's kind of mm. like sort of like Donkey or whatever. Like your kid? Ca-
2: mm, no, hmm. it was Red Ninja. Uh, Red, is, it's very specific.
0: Yeah, no, it wasn't Red Ninja. It's like every time you started a level, it would like show you the whole entire level, and then you'd play as the character. I think you had like wavy swords or something.
1: Dude, you I think he's like an abusion guy to be honest. Oh, was it? I I yeah, I think so, yeah. He had two dual wheeled, like wavy swords and like he kinda had like uh very linear. Like, yeah, his, linear yeah, yeah his his yeah. clothing style was pretty interesting. But yeah, like you had like some uh double jump mechanics and uh climbing. Oh, speaking of PlayStation Two games like uh Mercenaries, that was an interesting oh, one, yeah. especially Mercenaries Two. Oh yeah. I would Definitely look into Project Snowblind and Psyop. So, um, it's another one I did really get into the Wretch and Clank series from the PlayStation 2 as well. Hmm. Just recently <laughs> played the remaster <laughs> after all these years, pretty nice. But, um, there's a few, uh, I know I've learned, I like, I know Ziggy has a copy of Bouching guy because he was like, What the hell was that game? <laughs> yeah, I'll I, I I have to sift through but uh halo 3 is basically the reason why i picked up the xbox and then what kept me on it was a copy of fallout 3 new vegas uh resident evil 5 came out and i was like okay <laughs> and mm-hmm. i was pretty obsessed with resident evil 4 previously the playstation you Charlie's. had a call it duty of course things. no i i bought one copy and we returned it to gamestop because dylan didn't want to play it uh, i didn't have a phase i would go over to uh, the or was it Left 4 Dead? It was Left. Left. Oh, it was Left 4 Dead. Oh yeah, Left yeah, 4 Dead. You. Yeah, Left 4 Dead was pretty fun. <laughs> it,
2: was it was something on the Xbox. It wasn't oh,
1: speaking Dead. of which, Dead Island was good. That yeah. was a good one. <laughs> but um, 360 had a lot of fun. It was some time like uh, yeah. I was. I never really had a PS3, um, or really any other Nintendo console other than what required me to play like black and white. In like 2011 or yeah, whatever. Yeah, the, the DS. But, uh, um, I started getting into uh, the darkness in the darkness too because I remembered a demo I played way back like eight years ago when I They're played cool. it. I was like that's They're excellent. Hard. And then I played so the first hard. one. I was like, the it was made by two different companies, but the first one was the best one. Like the mechanics are clean. It's awesome, but the voice acting. It's so me. bad. No, not for the <laughs> darkness. It's so bad. Oh, no? No? Oh, okay. No. no, it's Mike Patton from Faith No More that does the darkness. What? He's I like, did not know yeah. That. He has, like, one of the highest vocal ranges on the planet other than maybe Kyo from Dirt Gray. They're, like, comp- like... They're like, how high is his voice? And they're like, Keo. And they're like, Mike Patton. They're literally two on the same scale. He's
2: this this dark, big, gloomy figure who's like, Stay away
1: from the light, Chunky. he's he's, super creepy. No, for my Chunky. No, it's all this. Like shit like that. Like he's laughing at you like you're basically possessed by a demon throughout this game, and he's like talking to you all whack. I do admit that his voice acting performance was a lot better in the first one, but um I found it, but not in his original case. And that's how hard it was. It's like in some like um game exchange case, mind you. Not even game game exchange. You remember that? Shit? <laughs> yeah. But uh yeah, um, yeah, very interesting. But, uh, yeah, I like the voice. There's a lot. It's uh, better than fear, I think. I don't know. Or it captures fear, <laughs> really. But Ben's, it kind of plays Ben's like Ben's. the fear series. Like, you, you're, 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 like, possessed by something that talks to you and taunts you in the middle of, like, the whole game. And it's, like, really the true villain. But you, like, are using the villain's powers to, per, per, like, progress. It's really a roller coaster. It's very Cthulhu inspired. I like it. I like well, a lot. Actually, oh, oh. fun fact: you remember that like one shot anime Witchblade that was popular for a little bit? It's actually based off the comics of the Darkness, and uh, which is American made of all things. <laughs> hmm. But uh, getting to that, like I went on to just playing like these retro games or whatever old things I can remember for the 360 for the longest time, and I finally had a PS4. Not, but like two years ago or so. Just got another one today, matter of fact. <laughs> awesome. More memory. But uh uh I really wanted to get into Fallout Four really is why I got one. And then I was curious with Overwatch, things like that. And like I said lately, Devil May Cry five is just like a nostalgia roller coaster. Like I haven't seen this character return to a video game since Devil May Cry three and it came out when? <laughs> oh yeah. But um yeah and uh I do uh, enjoy a lot of GTA online shenanigans I only recently played like this uh, last February which is a 7 year old game by now but uh I've been enjoying <laughs> yeah. it you know Uh but uh that's about it for now like um, I unfortunately I really enjoyed Nintendo titles Smash especially uh but I never really had the opportunity to own one of those consoles not even a Wii anything like that but uh You still have time them. You okay. still
0: have time, you can still get one.
1: Yeah. They
2: uh Wii's are super cheap and nobody wants actually actually uh what is it? Oh,
1: but I How am could... a Kirby main when it comes to smash Kirby main by the way if anyone was curious.
2: Do you do you, do you want to know something Michael? And this is going to make you feel like you're, you're not. No, correct.
1: I want to be ignorant. I'm going to be ignorant. All right. No, All right. Go ahead, shoot shoot, brother.
2: You're going to wish that you stayed ignorant. Okay, so the guy the guy who made Super Smash Bros overpowered Kirby because He's the dude who made Kirby. Yeah. Oh, really? Sakurai. I didn't, I didn't
0: even know it. Yeah, Masahiro Sakurai like his... no. made Kirby, and he Fun fact: I had no
1: idea it. what a master ball did, so I used it on a Ditto on the way to my Indigo oh, Plateau. Yeah. My first place. Oh, I play, though. remember that. Funny
2: because, like, now, now you can say that your any Pokemon is in a master ball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: true. Yeah. Like, is it a Ditto? Is it a Taurus?
2: And what
0: is it? Superman. Well, I like we...
1: Typhlosion a lot. Well, Ziggy, what about
0: your yeah. uh, your history?
1: About this man's turn.
2: When I was a kid, my dad had my dad had a Super Nintendo and a Sega, and I got to play Street Fighter. I remember my earliest memory is like playing Street Fighter Two Turbo, and my dad whipping my ass with uh, e Honda. Mm. Uh, and I so. He like he realized I like playing video games, and so he let me play with Sega. And he kept his Super Nintendo in his little den area. So I played the Sega, and I got to play a lot of Sonic, and I played some other games on the Sega. Uh, games like Boogerman. It's a game where it's called, it's Booger Man, a pick and flick yeah. adventure. You you, you flick words. boogers. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, it's weird, and you like travel, you like teleport through up noses and through toilets and stuff. Yeah. Uh, I think the Sega Genesis has. Uh, like this is obviously a personal opinion thing i'm not speaking in facts but the sega genesis sound card sounds way cooler to me than the super nintendo sound card even the western games you're right but uh the 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 big catch is the composers for for nintendo's games are usually better than Hmm. the composers for the sega games which kind of like high
1: notoriety too he's right (laughs) like
2: it's just it's just what it is what it is but like so what's cool about Sega Genesis games is, like, since you don't have these, like, crazy composers, you have, like, you're, like, basically, like, high-end DJs that are, like, I'm going to compose this techno song for this one fight. <laughs> and so, like, Streets of Rage, if you go listen to the soundtrack for Streets of Rage 1 or 2, uh, you're going to think that you're listening to, like, a, te- a techno album. It's really great. Um, a lot of these uh, Sega Genesis... One thing I like about the older generations is that you can go and listen to the soundtracks in the options menu, and go just pick a song and just let it play in your room while you're drawing or doing. Um, so after getting, I had this Sega Genesis that I was playing for probably about six or seven years, and then uh, probably about probably for about three or four years, I was asking for a Nintendo sixty four. And I, when I finally got one, I got Pokemon Snap with it, hmm. and uh, I, I played that game so much it was crazy. But um, let's see here, on the Nintendo sixty four, I had a whole lot of fun because of the fact that the graphics were so crazy.
0: They were. It was um, insane.
2: It wasn't. I don't think. I don't think that the graphics were great but it was like how crazy it was that the graphics were the way they were yeah and the then, jump
1: the jump was huge
2: yeah it, was it, it, was, it it was weird because like looking back i'm like totally more interested more interested in pixel art um let's see uh, so after the nintendo 64 Oh, I actually, I want, I want to point out, like, a few Nintendo 64 games that I really
0: like. Yeah, you only said Pokemon so. Snap.
1: Yeah. I yeah that was like, oh, that's all
0: that's you all played? I
1: got to say though, I totally forgot to mention that I beat Metroid 2 on the Game Boy. Like, oh, I, had that and I played the hell out of it. It was so hard and so scary. That's redeemable. Okay, yeah. so, um,
2: Paperboy on the Nintendo 64 is actually a very well-made game. Uh, every level has a whole whole bunch of weird little things that you wouldn't notice until you throw a newspaper at it um,
0: huh.
2: <laughs> um, there's one level where he was a you baby ha- boy remember That's a halloween level and uh, there's like i don't know there's just all these all these terrible things that can happen to you if you're not paying attention uh one of my favorite one of my favorite team deathmatch first person shooter type games way before halo was her rage wars and it's like aliens Ooh, and shit that's
1: so good it's, yes
2: it's so weird uh but one of the uh, i'm gonna do an honorable mention real quick before i point out one of my most favorite games but star wars episode one pod racer uh, it's oh the, mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. coolest one of the
0: coolest that games that
2: was dropped but uh one of my favorite games that nobody talks about ever on the 64 is called goman the mystical ninja
1: Oh, yeah, i heard of that. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Very briefly. Yeah, okay.
2: He's a character that should be in Smash Bros., and it sucks <laughs> that he isn't.
1: Well, Man, the things you're could talking about be. reminded me of, like, an important. Like, I was talking about GTA earlier, and I forgot to mention, like, this is my first title since the PlayStation 1 GTA 2. I was like, that was my first experience before that. And Rock, damn. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Especially
2: the old noggin um, but Goob and the mystical ninja is really great I want to talk about it real quick for just a second because of the fact that it's special uh in translation the jokes that were actually removed mostly really? instead of change they just kind of took them out and uh instead of trying to like make them work they just kind of took them out or like just changed some of the words around and so like the jokes are like not there but the laugh track is still there
1: well, okay. <laughs>
2: so so you'll be reading stuff and then a laugh track will happen and you're like what so like in the japanese version they in the japanese version they actually said stuff and then like at the very beginning of the game y'all uh you all get thrown out of a uh out of out of a restaurant because uh the fat ninja tried to seduce the the cook by getting all naked and dancing in front of him, and so and but uh so like you go and you're trying to find this master real quick because Bad there's Ninja? Like... okay yeah all right hear me out real quick this is the plot <laughs> the, this is the plot uh aliens invade and turn turn japan into a, a theater and you have to go and like find this this wise man master dude you get to him and his house is on fire and he gives you this giant robot so all of a sudden you're in a giant robot and you have to fight this giant uh sumo guy and so it's really cool because you're doing this uh kind of like legend is Zelda: little of time type layout like third person and you're whacking stuff and you travel all the way over to this guy and you're like expecting you know to talk to him and stuff but all of a sudden it's a giant robot fight and you like you never would have expected it in this like 14th century or whatever 15th century you know it's the edo period what 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 period of japan is that
1: like not too far actually yeah
0: 121300
2: okay okay well it's there's a giant robot and he looks like he's made out of cogs like just straight cogs and like um like oh, like just cogs it's just a ridiculous like amount of like complex cogs like, <laughs> it's really cool because they actually hired some dude to do uh A theme song for this game the game has a theme song with words and everything that plays when you turn it on and at first you think that you have a Japanese version of the game but nope it's just they left the song in Japanese and then whenever the robot you're fighting as a robot there's a whole cutscene and it has its own theme song and it's super great Uh, so yeah that's Goldman the mystical ninja that series is super slept on but uh, that's the Nintendo 64 after the Nintendo 64 had a huge PS2 phase and I, I have such an ex- I have like probably f- uh, 50 50 or 60 PS2 games um, right now. And at the moment, at the moment, what I'm currently playing is uh, a game called Nano Breaker, which which <gasps> yes. is pro- probably one of the coolest games that hasn't been re-released. Uh, there's an island of Uh, it's an experiment a government experimental island where they're testing nanobot technology and the main computer goes haywire and the nanobots literally use the cells in the human bodies that they're in to reproduce with the iron in their blood (laughs) and they turn yeah they turn into these like uh like robot monsters and so you have to go in as like this like like you're basically dead like the world thinks you're dead because you're a war criminal who like killed so many people but they've given you this robot body and a plasma sword that can cut through nanobots and you've got to go through that um and then so that's that game It's a hack and slash by the way it's uh it's actually got the the grapple pull feature that's in devil may cry 4 but it's like seven years before devil may cry 4. so hmm. they took devil may, devil may cry 4 probably took that from this game
1: definitely um, stole it still only nero can do it still only nero can do it <laughs>
2: oh that's crazy uh but yeah, it's super useful too um so and then also i have a game that's i'm gonna call it a wrestling game but it's a godzilla save the earth and yeah. it's it's exactly plays like a wrestling game except the uh Godzilla monsters wrestling.
0: Wrestling. Yeah,
2: with Godzilla. Yeah, it's basically wrestling. Heck yeah. uh, uh, No, you you play War the War the monsters with me, which is is really crazy. Uh, And then another PS2 game is Mega Man X Command Mission. It's one of those obscure. This is another one of those obscure RPGs. Uh, What? Why is it an obscure RPG? Because of the fact that it is the only main console game except for the Mega Man Battle Network series on the Game Boy Advance to be an RPG, a turn-based RPG. Only Mega Man game that is a turn-based RPG. Even the ones on the Game Boy Advance aren't turn-based RPG. So
0: that's it's...
1: weird. Mega Man turn based? Odd. Oh, platformer.
2: <laughs> I just realized this is supposed to have like a trading card inside and it's not here. I'm sad. I I bought a book and I thought it was gonna have the autograph from the guy who wrote the book, and then I'm looking at the autograph. I'm like, that's not his autograph. And then I'm like, I can't figure out whose autograph it. Is.
1: <laughs> Good job. <Jesus>. So <laughs> uh,
2: okay, so yeah. And then after after the PS Two, I went to the Three Hundred and Sixty, and on the Three Hundred and Sixty, there's a bunch of really cool games. I'm a huge fan of hack and slash, adventures, and platformers. Mm. Uh, em ups are also cool. Anything with combos and action. I love fighting games as well. There's a whole bunch of cool games
1: on the ps Calibre Soul Calibur, you were on right there, yeah.
2: I was on some Soul Calibur on that. Um, uh, I can't off the top of my head. The only cool, a uh, few games that I can think of is Nier, which is really cool because Automotica came out and I actually haven't played that. I still haven't Nier, played it just either. just regular Mirror. Regular Near is super cool because it takes place like a thousand years after the world ends. So it's like all this all these like destroyed buildings and stuff with like grass and shit growing on them. Um uh, also Blue Dragon.
0: Oh, Blue, gotta Dragon. Play Blue
2: Dragon. You got to play Blue Dragon. It's oh, yeah. just it's just pretty. It's so pretty. Like you can't really find very many flaws in that game. It's just, it's, it's kind of like Wind Waker in the sense where like graphically It's just kind of untouchable. You're like, all right, let's just focus on how good the gameplay is. You don't have to worry about anything. Um, And then Lollipop Chainsaw. Lollipop (laughs) Chainsaw is directed directed by James Gunn. James Gunn is the guy who directed Guardians of the Galaxy, and he directed the Scooby-Doo live-action movies.
0: (laughs) What a resume.
2: Yeah, because he's the reason why Velma or w- wilma no it's velma
0: velma yeah. i don't know he's
2: the reason he's the reason the live action movies were so like teenager Dexter? friendly I'll put it oh right.
0: yeah
2: right now i i've actually gone through and had a a big uh nostalgia kick and i've like re like revamped my collection i have a huge game boy collection
1: uh, i'm surprised you haven't spoken castlevania yet you, you were into that
2: I'm super-duper into that. I have Castlevania 1 and 2 on the NES. I did have the third one complete in the box, but I sold it to- I sold it. Um, And then I had- I I recently sold Symphony of the Night in hopes to get it again. But uh, if you haven't played Bloodstained, that's- the guy who made Castlevania made Bloodstained. Ritual of the Night, and it's on the PS4 and the Switch, and it is Ooh. awesome. Ooh. But it's really just copy pasta. That dude does not make <laughs> that do, does not make like, new games. He just rehashes his like idea. And so,
0: uh, well, I mean, if it yeah, if it's not broke, item. don't fix it.
1: Yeah, true. I, I get. I guess you're right. Guess you're I'm right. Like, what the hell is it like a new Devil May Cry? And I'm like, oh my god, it's perfect. <laughs> like, I was kind of
0: very surprised. So, what'd you get after the uh, 360?
1: After the 360, I got this uh,
2: the Switch, technically. Mm. Uh, well, I mean, I I've, I kind of skipped over the whole handheld console thing.
0: Yeah, they're kind of forgettable.
2: This...
1: Well, no, no, they're a big deal they to didn't have that interesting actually... zombie game on the PSP. I'm actually,
2: yeah, uh, infected. I'm, I'm actually a really big handheld fan. Those are my favorite types of games. Uh, the reason that I kind of like brushed over it is because it's it's a big talking point for me. Um, I have the whole Pokemon story, but other than that, um, I I really 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 love having a uh, like a folder of Game Boy games that I could just look through. At, like I have I have them all in like card sleeves inside of a binder, mm-hmm. and so I've got nine per page, and I've got them all organized. It's really nice and. And having having my games organized and being able to just look at them really motivates me to want to just pick one up and enjoy it for a few minutes and then put it back. Um, it's like really weird. I, I can't call myself like a hardcore gamer, but I will play like ten games in a day.
0: Yeah, man, I completely get it. I mean, like, if you have like a book shelf of like manga or books or whatever, and you just want to go up and peruse and grab one, I mean. Yeah, I completely agree with you. That's why I like to keep a lot of my like physical discs in like folders, so I can just flip mm-hmm. through it, or I just pull up my like PlayStation Four or Switch library and just scroll through it. So yeah, I completely know what you mean.
2: Oh, oh, hey, uh, I forgot to mention a PS Two game, and this this is really important. I did not know about this game until recently, and that's what kind of the cool thing about like getting back into. Uh, consoles after being out of like out of caring for them for a while Mm -hmm. but uh there's there is a game called jaws unleashed on the ps2 and jaws unleashed is grand theft auto for sharks
1: they just made another version of that here recently like what what really yeah they just made another grand theft auto shark game like was it just recently damn what's it, it called is it jaws is it no, jaws? it doesn't have jaws in it, man. It's called something else, and like the shark gets upgrades and shit. It's weird. Oh, that's
2: cool. In and this, this game, ga- crazy- in, yeah. <laughs> in, in in this game, to heal yourself, you have to bite onto something like a fish or a person, and then you have to use the analog stick while while you're holding down the, a button to like keep your mouth closed. You use the other uh, the right analog stick to shake your head left, and right, and that heals you. Wow. Like, the, like, yeah, you have to like kill stuff and then like ram your head into boats and like sink ships and oh and crush docks like you take out the you, people chilling on a dock and you're gonna like uh torpedo underneath the, the dock and like knock out the support beams and the people fall into the water and then you're like om nom nom or or you're feeling feeling froggy <laughs> you jump out of the water just get somebody who's sitting on the side of the dock and then you have to hurry and try to get back in the water. Okay, you be, so Ziggy. You be beat yourself. Uh,
1: the, the game that came out last year is called Man Eater. And I guess it, that must be the spirit of of what you're talking about.
2: Oh, cool horror manga called Man Eater. It's a short story, but it's pretty good. It's ironic, iconic.
1: Hollow Notes, she's a man eater.
2: Well, but, yeah, uh, so, I... Yeah, cons- uh, it's- I don't know. I could keep talking forever about
0: that shit. <laughs> no, yeah, I know what you mean. I'd I've also been getting back.
1: Into... Game like tribes. What tribes? You remember like tribes two? like really. Mm. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but I was like, I keep thinking of all these old titles as we reminisce together. Oh,
0: I know what you mean. Well, we could probably do one like, on just like old. Games like future episodes. I don't really like.
1: have possession of my PS4 or PS2 collection, but I still have a lot of hard copy 360s. 360s. Really? Titles. I can go through. Hmm. Yeah, quite a few, and like some of them are pretty random. <laughs> have you ever played The Damned? No, but I know the title. I can see the title in my head as you say it.
2: The guy with the leather coat. Yeah. He, he fights. Oh, manhunt.
1: Manhunt. That shit, I can't believe they put the second one on the Wii. I was like, have you not played the first one? That one traumatized me. I you just know, played it. That I, I, I couldn't get into. I couldn't get into. I have, I have it.
2: The dude, Suffering. Like, uh, okay, the
1: suffering. so, oh, The Suffering is kind of like that, too. Like, the Fear series i never played, two, but it's, like, such a solid reference. It's, like, kind of, like, almost as, like, iconic as, like, the Metro series and shit like that. But... Uh, but like, Manhunt was crazy. I, I used, like, wire to decapitate a guy, and I beat another guy into submission with the guy's severed head. Like, and then they released a version for the Wii, and I'm like, how's that gonna play out, Nintendo? <laughs> How was that gonna play out? Man, I was just a game Nintendo game. boy. I didn't play <laughs> none of those
0: violent games.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was kind of, like, pretty exposed to some pretty gory things. Like, Psyops, for instance, man. Is Psyops that gory? Yes. Yeah. You could, like, mind control someone and then make them shoot themselves. And when they're doing it as you're mind controlling them, they say, please no. Or you can just telekinesis and just slap them across the wall over and over again. And there's, like, blood stains and everything. So you remember, like, you were talking about your PS2 days. I know that you were into uh, Mortal Kombat Annihilation and Apocalypse. That same Bruh. era, Midway is who made PsyOps and like two of the skins for Sub Zero and Oh um, yeah, Scorpion were in that game. But uh, yeah, PsyOps got pretty gory, man. You can like blow heads. You could like get like blown apart like physically with like guts. It's basically a. They're like, we want to make a three d three D like a, a third person shooter. Three D sort of puzzle combat game, but we want fatality like all of that everywhere like they wanted it to be pretty boy like Mortal Kombat just
0: sort of well I mean I I think this really helped for like an introduction of you know what kind of games we're into what we played um I was actually surprised I didn't know you guys had such old consoles I feel like a little kid having a you know Nintendo 64 and you guys had like super nintendo genesis. and sega genesis and stuff so um it's but right. i think now I it's time to. for secret fact secret fact. fact time i'm so. just
1: going to secret fact. Ah! lead right into it because it pertains to the game that i was just talking about okay shoot midway psyops and such
0: okay what's your but, secret uh, fact
1: it may not be so secret, but Midway, because of that game, had to deal with a lawsuit. Because of Science. Some ups. screenwriter Yeah, they, some screenwriter claimed that it like was his intellectual property, like the character likeness and things like that, um, were um just so similar to like the screenplay he was writing, which never got made either, so I still don't have my psyops too that's why i like control so much (laughs) it's pretty much my spiritual successor to psyops Mm -hmm. the buying conspiracy plus like the story is left on a huge cliffhanger but yeah it had some really interesting uh mechanics uh another fun fact about it uh aside from the lawsuit i think uh the they the judge in 2008 actually just made it no contest um in favor of Midway or something. But uh, there's not really that much information on it. But they did get sued over that game because he's like, this is like a movie I wanted to write. But uh, the three-dimensional like uh, telekinetic physics in the game, uh you're able to do what's called tk surfing where uh one of the crates that you can pick up and uses you know psychic weaponry you could stand on and levitate and surf on this object that you're holding in t- uh, psychokinesis or whatever mm-hmm. and that was the, a total programming accident and we're like we're gonna roll with it
0: wow and then
1: a, another bonus out there i don't have the details anymore because the memory eludes me but there was an old like combo mechanic in one of the original street fighter games that happened to be an error and we're like no, we like that. So they kind of developed the second one, I believe, to have inputs that allowed for actual combos, like spammable abilities and things like that. But uh, that's pretty much what I have when it comes to, like, to secret fact.
0: Oh, and we got an extra double secret fact there on the end. Interesting. Is Ziggy, bonus, uh, do you have a secret I have fact? A double,
2: I have a double secret fact. Oh, shoot. Okay, so sure. my double secret fact, they both have to do with Dante. Um, um um okay, so in Shimogama Tensei three nocturnes. Dante <laughs> is, it, is, it, is, it, is it? Now me? Dante
0: from Double May Cry or are you talking about the author? Yes, he is. Oh, it's
1: yeah. it's, it's 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 Dante the Inferno. Listen
2: listen up, y'all. Listen up, y'all. Listen up, <laughs> y'all. Okay, so uh Dante is not in the original Shimogame Tensei three nocturne. He's in the remake that only or, He's, he's in the remake. America only got the remake. Oh. Uh, and so there's actually a whole bunch of stuff added. And he's super hard in that. Uh, but the, the real thing that I wanted to point out is a fact that I'm sure Daimyo and Michael have heard before, but I just think it's really cool. Uh, in the Devil May Cry series, uh, there was a glitch whenever they were designing uh, the fight system where whenever they would shoot something, it would float into the air. And if you kept shooting it, it would stay there. And they decided to keep that. Hmm. Oh, and also yep. Devil May Cry. The, the Devil May Cry was originally going to be Resident Evil 4, but it was so different, they they scratched that and started anew with Resident Evil 4. And that's why Dante, the original Dante, has pretty much the same face as the original Leon. Or that's,
0: Evil 4. that's true. That's really interesting. Yeah. Huh.
2: I remember hearing about that... In and like, the same yeah. hair. Basically the same hair. Yeah, he
0: looks a lot like him. Yeah,
2: that's... It's basically the same haircut and everything.
0: Really interesting secret facts. Well, I feel really bad because I only have one. But I think it's like a really interesting one. So hopefully it makes up for two. Um. So you guys know on Fallout 3 how they have magazines that you can find throughout the world and they will give you one or two skill points for like guns and melee and medicine and you guys yes. remember all those? Like the DC yeah. medicine journal. They all had like weird names. <laughs>
1: yeah. Krognack the
0: Barbarian Yeah, Krogneck the Barbarian.
1: Some of the better ones.
0: Well um they have twenty five magazines. Uh, for each, okay. like each magazine, so like every Chinese stealth ops magazine that increases your stealth, there's 25 of them, um, except oh, wow. for the barter one, which is Tales of a Junktown Jerky Vendor. There are only 23 in the game, but okay. you can get the 24th if you do a glitch in Tenpenny Tower. But that still only leaves 24 when the rest have 25. Well, I found out the 25th Tales of a Jerk... Junktown Jerky Vendor magazine... Is in a map that they didn't even use in the base game. It was like a demo map for Vault 101. And it's like empty except for like a Mr. Gutsy... And like that magazine and a couple other things. But I guess they just never put that 25th one in the game and it was just in that demo map so oh. interesting oh, fact
1: says, uh, yeah that is pretty crazy I remember a lot of like crazy like no clips in Fallout 3 like uh, in Make a Ton where there's that uh, guy that's playing Scout and the Sniper and he's like his only audio when you see him is how the hell did you get up here anyway yeah <laughs> like, you no know, clip to him and all that yeah there's Fallout 3 was something else
0: Sure was, but yeah, that I was uh, was my secret fact. So.
1: I didn't know that. that's kind of that's uh, just like I said, like that reminds me of like a lot of things that people would find. Like I remember a lot of like uh, no clips in Tin Penny, where like there's a certain scene in the game where they play Tin Penny out to be like its own like set location, so you can like find all these little.
0: Yeah, but I mean, just like stuff. imagine. I mean, every official thing was like, "Oh, twenty-five of this one, twenty-five of this one. 23
1: on oh, yeah, oh, the." Like started. the
0: guidebooks and stuff. Yeah, they're like twenty-three Junktown jerky I'm vendors.
1: The, I have like the complete edition with the um, DLC included. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna have to like reference that and be like, "What the hell?" No, are you
2: doing no, here? you can't because it's not
1: there.
0: Yeah, it's Where a secret it? fact.
2: No, it's. <laughs> it's not in the game
0: with base game you oh, can only okay. find 23 unless you do that glitch to get the 24th one and pin 10 penny tower and then the only way you can get the 25th one is with like like action replay or like hacking or something to get you to
1: the oh, demo the one sharks, man. Yeah. On one stat point yeah, yeah, for yeah, just no, one like, or two yeah, stop points. Yeah. I was yeah. just saying, was like if that's true, then like every printed copy of the book might have like had that misinformation in it, the kind of guidebook. Remember like the old cheat code books you can find at Hastings that you can just scroll through. And...
2: Yeah. They'll say twenty-three.
1: But yeah, no, that's a really interesting fact actually, because uh, I played the hell out of that game. Like you, uh, I was like right behind you. I still to this day, like missing like four trophies only <laughs> and it's like through one of the it's like the trophies that you have to like grind with like karma and like having mm-hmm. separate profiles and things like that but uh yeah i was like i did not know that <laughs> uh, yeah i felt
0: intriguing. i i knew it was a really good one and i was really excited to tell you guys about that one
1: but... yeah i i like that because uh if if I'm not wrong here, I might have like had a hand in introducing you to like the Fallout series. And
0: yeah, you sure did. I had did. no
1: clue. I had no you. clue. Yeah. <laughs> I just rented it one day for like three uh, uh, and like for a week, and I was like, "This is insane! How have I never heard of this?" And I ended up buying it later.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, that was our first episode of Crazy Daimyo's Video Game Emporium podcast. And uh, I hope everyone enjoyed listening. So if you did, please give us a comment down below. Letting us know what you think. Maybe what sort of video games you grew up on. Or what the first video game you ever played was. But thank you so much for watching and listening. And uh, we will talk to you later.